This is the High School Football America podcast for August the 23rd, 2021. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle sideline, plus GameStrat has awesome customer service, along with different plans priced right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right, state of Florida kicking things off this week. Florida and Texas going, two of the biggest. <laughs> they argue over who's the best, but uh, it's going to be a fun weekend of high school football, no matter what, as uh, pretty much all of the country, at least the big states, are uh, going to be in action after this weekend. One of the top teams in the nation year in and year out making uh, appearances in the High School Football America 100 national rankings. Venice out of Florida, the Indians, and we have head coach John Peacock on the line. Coming off a very big, impressive kickoff classic, victory over the weekend and uh, here to talk about uh, another big game coach uh, that's what florida is about when you're one of the top teams thanks for joining us today oh thanks for having me i, I appreciate what you guys do and promoting high school sports and it's a it's a good thing well, thank you very much. We appreciate those kind words. And, uh, you know, one of the things, and, and, and the way you, you and I kind of connected last night on social media as we put out our first 100, you guys are number 90, but you beat a much higher-ranked team in Northwestern, a, a good program that people know about in Miami, in a kickoff classic. And, and before we get into the team and all that, I would love to set the tone because the biggest question I get every year is, why don't you count kickoff classics? So, before talking about the game, just could you set the tone a little bit the way Florida runs its quick kickoff classics the the week before the opening of the regular season? Right. So you know you you have a kickoff classic, and um, you know obviously there's you know some teams handle it differently than other teams. You know we we basically approach it as a week zero for us, and you know it's, you know my philosophy is if they're going to turn the scoreboard on, it's going to count. Um, <laughs> and you know we played our starters the whole time and Miami Northwestern played their starters the whole time. And it was a, it was a real, it was a real game as far as both sides were concerned. And, um, you know, you try to find the best opponents each week and, um, that's kind of what we do here. We, we kind of run towards competition instead of running away from it. Yeah. And uh, we, we've noticed that that helps you obviously in our rankings with strength of schedule. And, and let's, let's just start with what you did to the bulls, uh, ranked much higher than you up in the thirties there in the, the high school football America rankings, uh, in week one, they're number 31 and you kind of put them to, took them to task. So tell us a little bit about that game and how well you played in the kickoff classic. Yeah, I think, I think our kids did a real nice job. You know, we got there, um, a little bit early and we were kind of in the, in the stadium for a long time um, with no AC. So you can imagine how hot that was. And, um, you know, I thought our kids did a real nice job, uh, you know, staying focused and, you know, getting ready for the game and preparing for the game. And I thought they, there was, you know, they were very good teammates throughout the game. And, um, you know, we had some good performances. So our running back DJ escort had a great game with 200 and, 30 something yards and three touchdowns on uh, 14 carries. And, um, you know, we had, we introduced a new quarterback and Ryan Brown and he did a real nice job. And, uh, it was, a, it wasn't the easiest defense to perform against. They're very, very talented on defense and, um, especially that are back end with their defensive backs. And so they were, they were pressing us all game and it was, it was kind of hard to get off of, uh, you know, get off some of the stuff we like to do just because they, uh, you know, were able to press us and, run with us the entire game. 
going to get to some of the kids by name in addition to the ones you've mentioned already in just a little bit who you're looking for to do things on the field and leadership wise but um, touch upon what you just touched upon which is you are not afraid to play anyone you've got uh, the number 25 Cardinal Kimmets coming up in your season opener let's see if I go down here you got let's see other ranked teams in high school football America's top 300 let's see Edgewater Coco Palmetto <laughs> Manatee uh, you're not afraid to play anyone let's put it that way that's for sure. Um, tell us a little bit about your philosophy on on making sure that you're playing the best. I'm assuming it has something to do with making sure you're ready for the deep run in the playoffs, but kind of espouse it for the people listening. Well, I mean, there's it's, it's two it's two phases to it. You know, obviously the first one you kind of hit the nail on the head is as far as getting us ready for the playoffs because you know you the ultimate goal is to win a state championship, and if you're not playing those type of people before you make that playoff run. Um, you really you kind of get surprised during the playoffs. So we don't want any surprises. We want to be exposed by great teams uh, throughout our regular season uh, to make sure that we have everything in place when we do make our playoff run. And the, the second part of it is just a, a program standpoint. You know, if you if you're never playing those teams and you're not playing the top competition, you'll you'll never get there. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're not ready for it. You know, we've we had a schedule. You know, we were playing IMG in 2017 and you know we weren't quite ready for that we didn't really know what to expect but you know that's the same year we also won a state championship and you know i think it does a lot for the psyche of a player you know you play you line up and play an img and um you you know that you're never going to face another team as talented as that so you're not going to be surprised by anything and you've already faced the best so that's kind of our philosophy and i don't think you can ever become an elite program unless you're playing elite competition. John Peacock on the line, Venice High School, uh, top-ranked team year in and year out in the High School Football American National Rankings, an impressive win in the kickoff classic uh, last week. The regular season gets underway this um, Friday. And and let's talk a little bit about the program itself that you've built there. Um, As I've said to you, um, you know, kind of when we were talking last night via uh, Twitter, um, a lot of people say a lot of good things about what you've been able to build there. And I I would love for you to talk a little bit about, um, you know, kind of what your belief Leafs are the culture you've built there, the the staff you've built it with to get you guys to the point where year in and year out you're in the conversation for that you know state title. Well, you know, I think uh, the, the main thing is we base everything off of uh, work ethic and uh, paying the price in the weight room. I think that you know we, when I first took over here, you know, we did have we had that in place already, and um, you know that's one thing we just kind of built off of. Is the only way we had a chance early on is if we paid the price in the weight room, we kind of outworked people and we kind of just kept, we kept that motto and we kept doing that. And now we've, uh, we've developed some great football players and, um, you know, obviously, you know, some years you're going to have more talent than other years, but this year we're, we seem to have an awful lot of talent and, uh, these kids are working extremely hard and, uh, we're, a, we're a very, very strong football team. I mean, in the weight room where we have 20, about 20, uh, 25 kids that are bench pressing 290 pounds and up mm. and uh, six kids that are bench pressing 350 pounds plus. So um, we're very we're, we're very physically strong right now. And um, the kids work and the kids love it and they've bought in. And one thing that we try to do is um, make sure that we're good teammates. And that's one thing that we, we preach and preach and preach is let's be great teammates to each other. Let's not, you know, we got to be selfless and, I try to explain to the kids, you know, if you're selfless and you're not worried about your stats, you're not worried about how you do, that will come 
everything you ever want, everything you ever dreamt of being or becoming, that will come if you're a great teammate. Now, the, the other end of it, if you're a guy that's selfish and, you know, hey, I want to get the ball, it's about me, it's about me, you're going to find your way out the door here. And um, so that's just one thing that we've we've really uh, put some emphasis on and um, we kind of work at daily on Talking uh, Venice football, the Indians, John Peacock, the head coach on the line here on the High School Football America podcast. Uh, tell me a little bit about the staff that you have there. Uh, a good mix of old and young. You guys have been together a long time. What's how, how have you put that staff together? Yeah, you know, um, we've all been together around 13 years. You know, we've added some some new new mixes in there a little bit here and there but um overall the core has been here a long time i've been here together for a long long time and uh we kind of know what our expectations are and um we know we know exactly what the calendar is and what's coming up whatever whatever date it is or whatever holiday is we know exactly what we're doing so (laughs) that's been nice um and you know i think that if you get a good quality coach and you let them coach i let my guys coach i don't i don't um harp on them they're they're good football coaches they're very knowledgeable and uh that's just you know we work really well together and that's one one thing that you know we we have done well is uh you know we're we're good friends off the field we're friends on the field and um we all know what we're trying to accomplish we all know what our expectations are and that makes it easy Talk a little bit about the the players now. We'll go offense, defense. You mentioned a couple there at the top uh, from the game against Northwestern. Who are some of the kids that you're expecting big things from? Uh, you know, where's the strength of this team as far as returners? And then we'll hop over to the defense after that. Well, you know, we have a we have a really good receiving core. We have you know Maury Hayes, who's a guy that you know would be hard to tag inside the phone booth. Uh, <laughs> Jay Sean Platt, who's a three year starter for us. Um, you know, his dad was a high school parade all American and he's very a very, very talented wide receiver. He had a big punt return um against Northwestern uh this past Friday. The the first time they punted they, they took it back like seventy yards, which was huge for us. And then um uh we have a, a, a great tight end, um and um Austin Bray who transferred from Illinois, he wasn't able to play because of COVID and he's really fit in well. Um Alex Perry, a receiver who's got a Purdue offer and, and several other offers, who's six five, big body type kid. Um, and we have uh, Keon Sears, who's kind of like he's Keon's a junior, but he's kind of like uh, a Mari Hayes two point They're both about about five eight, and uh, they they would be seriously hard to tag in a phone booth if he gave them the football. So um, we have some good pieces as far as the wide receiver goes, and then our running back, who I touched on earlier. Uh, DJ Escort, he had a huge game Friday night. And, you know, he's a bigger type back, six one, two hundred fifteen pounds. But I mean, he he hit some home runs Friday night. He had two runs of seventy plus yards and another one of about fifty. Um, and he's doing a nice job blocking. Um, it was you know he got out in front of some guys on a, uh, some tunnel screens and blocked all the way downfield and did a nice job. And that's kind of what we're talking about being selfless. I mean, if you're a guy that's going to get the ball, I expect you to also you know compete as hard as hard as you do when you have the ball is when you don't have the ball and the kind of guy that makes it all go on offense is ryan brown who um who is a very underrated player um he's six five runs a four five and can absolutely throw it and um you know he's going to get some attention throughout the year when it when the start thing starts going but i mean he's a he's a great football player very smart um he commands the offense well and everyone respects him and then 
as far as our offensive line goes, we have we have seven guys coming back this year that have starting experience. Um, leading leading them is uh, Mike Rainey, who has committed to the Naval Academy, um, and he's a three year starter. So we we have that's one of the big pieces around here. Is you know it's it's, it's tough to find some offensive linemen that are um, that are ready to handle the, the schedule that we have. And we have, like I said, seven guys coming back that have legit starting experience from last year. So. Um, that's that's one thing that's been really nice is we do have some competition there and um, those guys come to work and they're finally you know they're finally you know we play we used to play big teams and when they were younger they were like oh gosh we're playing you know Miami Northwestern and now they're like let's go let's let's play <laughs> let's play whoever we you know we're ready and that's kind of talking that's kind of goes back to the culture you know when you when you play great opponents and and you're not used to playing them. Then when you do play them, your kids aren't real sure. The kids aren't real sure what to expect. The kids, you know, their kids are second guessing themselves. But when you play those people week in and week out, um, it makes it it makes the kids gain some confidence and, and understand that they can kind of play with anybody. Yeah. Before we flip it to the defense, you said something at the top of that last answer that I've been talking to coaches about around the country as I've been doing the, the preseason interviews and all that. And it, it's the effect of COVID. And one of the, the answers I'm getting from the coaches, other than thank God we're, we're back to as normal as we can be at this point, is how well it helped, especially the good teams, how well it helped kind of bring the teams together. Because you had to work in a different way last year, aside from the X's and O's and the blocking and tackling and all that stuff. Um, how, how did it affect your program and, and, and help the kids or hurt the kids? Or maybe there's not a, you know, any change, but I'm, I'm saying most of the country saying there was a positive that came out of it, which was teamwork. Yeah, you know, you had to adapt. You had to, we had to really um, adapt very quickly and, and make some decisions very quickly of how we're going to handle our football team, especially last year when we shut down or the year before when we shut down at the end of the year you know, we were like, oh, my gosh, you know, what are we going to do? We're not in the weight room. We can't, you know, and that's just not what we do. You know, we're always mm-hmm. working the kids. So we we went out and bought um, cinder blocks and delivered it to all the kids. And we did a, uh, like, a Zoom workout where, hey, if you don't have weights at your house and you can't get to a weight room, here's the exercise that we're going to be doing with cinder blocks. And, um, you know, surprisingly, at the, end of, at the beginning of the last year, you know, we, we actually, we got stronger. And, um and I'm not sure a whole lot of teams did get stronger and, and be this year at the point where we have our strongest football team ever. Okay, let's flip it over to the defensive side of the ball, Coach. All right, well, defensively, we feel very good, very good about it. We have a strong defensive line. We have uh, uh, three guys coming back, you know, led by Damon Wilson, who's a guy that's got an Alabama offer uh, at defensive end. He's 6'5", you know, 245 pounds, and has a 400-pound bench press, and then we have Trenton Kintai inside, who's another guy that's a big, strong kid at 6'3", 270 pounds, who has a 380-pound bench press. And uh, then we have uh, Clayton, Mikaelin Clayton, as well, at defensive tackle, who has some starting experience, and Colin Atkins, as well, um, who are two big, strong guys inside. And then our other defensive end, George Phillip, um, He's a, one of the biggest surprises we've had all spring and all year. He's he's you know he's five ten, one hundred eighty pounds. Or I'm sorry, five ten, two hundred twenty pounds, and he's a three hundred eighty pound bencher as well. So we have some big strong guys up front. That um, you know it's tough in practice to to run the football against those guys. So I know that we're going to be very good up front. And our linebacking crew is basically all coming back. And and the Savion Cassaway, who may be the most productive person on our defense, that outside backer. And then we have Logan Ballard and, Ramo, and Martin Ramos inside. And Martin was the 
Tri-County Defense Player of the Year last year in Sarasota, Manatee, and Charlotte Counties. Um, and then at the, in our defensive secondary, we have Elliott Washington, who's a junior, who's another guy that has an Alabama offer. Um, and then we have Miles Weston, who was uh, who was also one of the biggest surprises in the spring, who we moved over from wide receiver. And uh, he may be the best cornerback we've ever had at this school. That says a lot. Cause, I mean, last year we signed two kids to Michigan State at corner. And then, uh, you know, he's had an unbelievable off season and spring. So uh, we're very excited about him. And then that, at uh, free safety, uh, we have Sage Jutsi, who's a sophomore, um, who's been playing very well for us. So we're excited. We're excited about our defense. You know, they're going to make plays. And I know they, I know Miami Northwestern scored 35 points on us, but um, – you know, with that being said, they're they're a pretty solid football program. They have a quarterback that's been starting for three years there, so uh, and he has some really good receivers. So we, you know, they were able to expose some things for us on our on our secondary. But overall, I thought we played well. We got after him. We we scored on defense, and um, we had another cause turnover uh, that we recovered on their own one. So. Um, they made life easy for our offense a little bit. Let's uh, you know go into this cupcake schedule. So you've already taken on Northwestern. Now you got uh, state champs and Cardinal Gibbons, number twenty-five. And it's, I said to you last night, if you if you want to move up in the rankings, it's all about what you do on the field. So you guys can make a statement coming up here. Tell me a little bit about the preparation, the bring down from the Northwestern performance, and get them ready for another great team. Yeah, you know, I think we, we kind of know we, – we, the kids know that we have – our first four games are Murder's Row. I mean, you've got mm-hmm. Miami Northwestern, Colonel Gibbons, Edgewater, and um, Coco, who are all in the top 100. And, you know, we know that we have to prepare each week, and I think the kids uh, are excited and hungry for it. I don't think they're reading their own clippings yet. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that we try to, try to let them know. Like, hey, you know, even, we, had a great, we had a great victory Friday night. And that was it was great for our program, but we have to get back to work Monday and get prepared for not only uh, another ranked team, but a team that's ranked even higher than the team you just played. So, um, I think the kids are excited for the challenge and they're hungry, and I think that we're, we're uh, we have their mind we have their mind in the right spot right now. The great mindset of our team, and um, like I said, they were great teammates, and I think everything's really looking really good and really positive for our football team. Well, Coach, uh, always fun to see your name in in our national rankings. I I, I love the fact that you guys don't duck anybody, and uh, look forward to seeing how you uh, handle the Cardinal Gibbons game up on Friday night and see what happens there. But uh, you know, congratulations on all the success you've had there. Congrats to your kids, and uh, look forward to keeping up with you throughout the season. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yes, sir. I look forward to. Uh putting some more memes out there after after your new rankings come out <laughs> well you coach it's just just so people understand i loved it last night so the new rankings came out and and coach puts up a little bit of a meme i forget who it was scratching their head was it james harden i forget who it was. james harden yeah it was james harden james right harden. and i'm and normally i don't do the social media we got people that do all that but I, I figured i'd hop in there but i never say who it is when we're doing it and i'm like well you got to understand we don't count these kickoff classes <laughs> And the, to, to his credit, he, he just came back in a fun way. But yeah, no, no, no. It's it, it's fun, you know. And, and as I told people for years, I wish I didn't have to put out preseason rankings. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I'm 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 unabashed when I say that. But the fans love it, right? So it, it, I'd like right, to wait right. about four weeks into the season, which we did back in 2012, and put out the first one. That would that would cut out a lot of the flack. I guess is is the best way I put it. But it's it's <laughs> yeah, all for yeah, fun, and I'm. You know, the good news is most people take it for fun, but there's some people out there. No, 
not a, not as nice as you with a with a cute little <laughs> meme. So I appreciate it, Coach <laughs> Coach Peacock. Thank it's you very fun. much. And listen, I appreciate I appreciate what you're doing for high school football. Okay, thank you. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle sideline, and GameStrat has awesome customer service, and the plans they have are priced just right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. That's the High School Football America podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher.